All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guy's quick and to dirty tips to get moving and shape up. My name is Brock Armstrong, I'm the Get Fit Guy, and paddling your kayak or your canoe involves working a specific set of muscles. And in today's episode, we are going to look at how you can prep those muscles so that you are ready to hit the water. Just a few days after this podcast episode comes out, I'll be heading out on a kayak right in the heart of the Johnson Strait and Blackfish Sound on the eastern edge of Queen Charlotte Strait. Now this area, which surrounds the protected Robson Blight Ecological Reserve, is the summer feeding ground of the northern resident orcas, or killer whales. Along with those orcas, we hope to be paddling among some humpback whales, some sea lions, some seals and some porpoises, and on our trek, we hope to spot some bears and some eagles, and you know what? I've been training for this, and I can't wait. The fun part of paddling on any body of water is having the ability to explore with power and ease, and that means having the strength, stamina, and technical know-how to control your watercraft. Now, part of being a strong paddler involves technique and practice, but the other part involves being fit and strong enough in the right areas. Of course, it is absolutely smart to learn the proper technique from an experienced instructor so you can safely control your chosen vessel. I mean, bad paddling technique and poor stroke form can poop you out in a hurry, no matter how fit you are. And trust me on this, because I nearly broke myself when kayaking in Kauai a few years ago. But regardless of your paddling prowess, you also need the power, strength, stability, coordination, and endurance to truly enjoy your time on the water. Now, if you've gone for even a quick paddle around a lake, or you've even just tried the rowing machine at the gym, you likely found out quite quickly that many of your paddling muscles aren't ready for a multi-day excursion. So, if you're heading out on an adventure like I am, it really does make sense to spend some prep time getting in shipshape. Now, the four main areas that we want to focus on before the big day are core strength, shoulder and arm strength, balance, and endurance. So let's go through each one of those. Core strength. First, we need to build some strength in your core muscles. The core muscles, specifically the side core or external obliques, well, they help you with the power of your stroke. Without strong obliques, you will rely on the shoulder muscles to do all the work, which will make you fatigued and sore in a hurry. Now the next one is shoulder and arm strength. Now to keep your boat in motion, you will also need to keep your paddling arms in motion, and that requires some specific arm and shoulder strength and stamina. And the next one is balance. 
Now this is more important if you choose to do something less stable like stand-up paddleboarding or supping, but even in a kayak, balance is required to make your stroke smooth and, of course, to keep your boat from capsizing. And the last focus is endurance. It can be fun to just take a boat on the water, float around, and then head back to shore, but if you want to cover some ground, see some sights, and have an adventure, being able to stay active for hours at a time is important. Now let's look at how and when to train. Now, of course, this varies greatly depending on the individual. Your current fitness level, your paddling goals, and how much time you have to actually prepare are all factors in how long you'll need to get yourself ready. Now, I suggest starting some specific paddling exercises, like the ones I'm going to outline soon, about six weeks before your trip, but eight weeks if you have the time. You can either mix these exercises in with your other workouts, or you can switch to doing only these. Again, depending on how serious and how experienced you are. I suggest doing these exercises every second day, mixed in with two cardio days and also two rest days per week. Now, as always, when you start a new routine like this one, err on the too easy side. I'd rather have you waste, in quotation marks, a few workouts by taking it easy than end up too sore or injured to work out because you went too hard at the start. Remember, too much too soon is the number one cause of pain and injury. Before I go on, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, all about metabolism. And his company, MetPro, continues to help thousands of people transform their bodies by hacking their metabolism through concierge coaching. Now, I spent a couple of months actually using MetPro a while ago, and it was a really cool experience, I have to say. MetPro is doing some really interesting and innovative work to help you better understand your body so you can get the results you want. And MetPro actually just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and the tailored strategy that their experts are using. And you know what? It's not a food logging tool or a workout app for that matter. The MetPro app actually allows you to start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to using science. And my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up if you head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to take advantage of this opportunity. That's metpro.co slash getfitguy for up to one month for free. Okay, now let's get into the eight exercises to strengthen your paddling, starting with side plank rotation. Now to do this one, you get down into a side plank position by lying on, say, your left side on an exercise mat with your feet stacked on top of each other. Then prop yourself up onto your elbow and forearm so your body makes a nice straight line from head to feet. Then raise your right arm so it's straight out from your shoulder and perpendicular to the floor. Then, with that same arm, reach forward and under your body with your right hand and twist so that your chest is now parallel to the floor. Pause and then rotate back to that starting position. Now, repeat this as many times as you can with good form and then turn over and do the same on the other side. Now, here's a quick tip. For an added boost, you can hold a dumbbell in your hand while you're doing the rotation. 
Now the next exercise is the thoracic rotation or what's called an open book. Now to do this one, you lay down on your side again in the fetal position this time with your legs bent in front of you at 90 degrees. Your arms should be straight out in front of you at shoulder height with your hands resting on top of each other. Now, just like a book opening its cover, lift your top arm as you rotate your torso, your neck, and your head to look behind you. Now, try to get your arm on the floor behind you and feel a nice stretch along your side and the front of your shoulder. But don't force it. Breathe into the position. Don't muscle your way into it. Then rotate back to the original position, and that is one rep. Slowly do 10 or 15 of these using good control and form. And here's a quick tip. The goal is to be able to do a full rotation while also keeping your knees together. But don't worry if reaching this goal takes some time. Just do what you can and trust me, you'll still get the benefits. Now the next exercise is called speed skaters with dumbbells. Now stand with your feet about hip width apart and then leap out to the side with your, let's say, left foot. Then cross your right leg back and behind your left leg and touch your toes to the ground. Swing your arm so your right hand reaches across your body toward your left foot. Then change directions and repeat this movement on the other side. Leap out with your right foot and cross your left leg behind while reaching your left arm across your body. You got it, just like a speed skater, but without the ice or the skates or the full body spandex jumpsuit. Now, if you choose to use dumbbells, you can add in some uppercuts. Now to do that, while you're hopping laterally, bring your front arm up and diagonally across your chest, as if you were doing an uppercut punch like a boxer. Now here's a quick tip. There are two ways to increase the difficulty of this one. Leap farther side to side and add a heavier dumbbell. That's it. The next exercise is called wood chopper. Now for this one, you'll need to hold a kettlebell or a medicine ball or a dumbbell in your hands like an ax, sort of. Now do a half squat and twist left while you're holding the weight on the outside of your right leg. Then you pause for a second and then lift the weight diagonally across your body, ending in a twist to the right with the dumbbell up and above your head. Now think of this movement as if you're picking something up off the ground beside you and then throwing it up and away to the other side. But stay in control the entire time and don't let momentum just take over. And here's a quick tip. Following the weight with your eyes is a good way to keep your body nice and aligned. And the next exercise is called Running Man Row. Now begin this one by attaching an appropriate elastic resistance band to a low anchor or a heavy piece of furniture. Then stand on your right leg with the end of the cable or the tubing in your left hand. Now do a smallish single leg squat on your right leg while you step back into a lunge with the left leg. Keep the cable or tubing arm straight with your ribs slightly rotated towards the right. Then begin to lift the left leg into a knee drive position like a flamingo kind of, while also doing a rowing motion with that left arm. 
Then step back into the lunge while releasing and straightening your rowing arm. Now that is one rep. And here's a quick tip. You can make this one more difficult by adjusting the depth of your lunge or increasing the resistance of the band. So you have to work harder in the row. Now the next exercise is called straight arm pull down. To do this one, you attach the middle of a resistance band to something slightly taller than you. Then you grab each end of the band in each hand. Then you take a step back with your arms fully extended overhead until you feel some tension on the band. You should feel a stretch in your lats, which are the sides of your back. Then make sure your feet are shoulder width apart and slowly drive your arms down towards your sides in an arcing motion, keeping your elbows straight and locked so your hands end up in line with your hips. Then reverse the motion and slowly extend your arms up again. Keep your arms straight and your elbows locked. And that is one rep. Now the next exercise is a bicycle crunch. Now to do this one, you lie down flat on your back with your lower back pressed into the ground. And you put your hands behind your head in that good old quintessential crunch position. Then you bring both of your knees in towards your chest and lift your shoulder blades off the ground. Now, this is your starting position. Now straighten one leg out to about a 45 degree angle to the ground while turning your upper body toward the bent leg, bringing your elbow towards your knee. Make sure your rib cage is rotating and not just your elbows though. Then switch sides and do the same motion on the other side to complete one rep. Now here's a quick tip. You can make this one harder or easier by adjusting how high you raise your body off the ground and how far you rotate your torso to each side. And the final exercise is the plate pinch or book grab. Now this one is super simple. Grasp a weight plate between your fingers and your thumb. Then just stand up straight and hold the weight plate with your fingers for as long as possible. And if you can hold it for longer than 30 seconds, you could probably move to a heavier plate next time. And here's a quick tip. If you don't have access to weight plates, you can use a book. My old anatomy textbooks actually work really well for this because they are both heavy and large. All right, well, there you go. Even if you aren't going on a multi-day paddling adventure like I am, sessions that are called fitness paddling are a really fun way to get some different types of movement into your life. And paddling gives you an opportunity to combine a really great core workout, some shoulder strength and arm strengthening, all while getting some fresh air and a glimpse into nature. All right, that's it for this week, but don't forget to tune in next week because... It is going to be the 500th episode of the Get Fit Guy podcast. And although I haven't been the Get Fit Guy for all of those 500 episodes, we're going to do some really fun stuff in next week's podcast episode and also on social media. So make sure you keep an eye on facebook.com slash getfitguy, twitter.com slash getfitguy, or instagram.com slash brockarm. And if you haven't signed up yet, make sure to get on my mailing list by going to quickanddirtytips.com slash getfitguy. It's going to be really fun to celebrate this 500th episode milestone with all of you guys. So I can't wait. Now, my name is Brock Armstrong. I'm the Get Fit Guy asking you, what are you waiting for? Get out there and enjoy some paddling. Paddling.